This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today, I'm so glad to welcome back to the podcast, my friend, Bo Landers. Bo is discipleship and teaching pastor at Cottonwood Creek Church in Allen, Texas, where he has served for over seven years. Bo gets to work with young families and also engage in discipleship ministries throughout his church. He's currently pursuing a PhD in theology from Midwestern Seminary in Kansas City, Missouri. Bo and his wife, Sarah, have been married for 10 years, and they have three children, all under the age of seven which means I'm just glad that you're awake and found time to be on the podcast today, Bo. It's great to have you. Yeah, a lot of coffee, but uh, yeah, super glad to be here. You're getting a PhD and you have three young children and you're a full-time pastor, so you are one busy guy. Uh, the Lord's gracious. Always. So I am looking forward to hearing what verse you have for us today. Sure. It's uh, Psalm 130, verse 5, and it's short and sweet, uh, but it has been a lifeline for me. It says this, it says, I wait for the Lord. I wait and put my hope in his word. So let's just go into this question. Why are we waiting on the Lord? I mean, you read about this in the Bible all the time. Wait for the Lord. What does that mean? And why do we keep being told in the Bible to wait? Yeah, I think it's a great question. As we look at waiting, I think the idea of waiting in scripture often is waiting on God's plans to come to pass, right? Waiting on God's plans to come uh, true or to come to be. And so uh, we talk about waiting in the context of, you know, being patient, that if we truly believe that God is good and that he has all things in his hands, then to wait on the Lord is to allow him the work and the movement to help his plan develop, so to speak. So what does that look like practically? Well, I want to get into yeah. more like in depth, like what does this mean? Yeah. But like, you know, I know what it means to like wait on my family, you know, I'm getting ready to head out the door and like, all right, we're waiting on somebody or they're waiting on me. That's but like, you know, <laughs> how do we know if we're waiting? What does that look like? Yeah, we're really good at waiting on our six-year-old to put his shoes on, right? And so that's, uh, that's uh, yeah, so it, again, so it, from a theoretical side, right, from, from a big picture side, yeah, we're going to wait on God's plans to come to pass. What does that begin to look like practically for us? Mm -hmm. I like James chapter five. I think James begins to sort of show us what waiting on the Lord really looks like. Mm -hmm. uh, in James five, I think there's, you know, different, uh, a few different ideas that come out in that passage. You get to verse five, cha or chapter five, verse seven. I think the first is a call to remain active and faithful, right? So that in our waiting, our, our waiting is not passive, right? You think about waiting on somebody to get out the door, like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Well, that's just like sitting back and be like, all right, come on, man. Like I'm, I'm looking <laughs> at my watch, like, well, you know, but, it, but really it's an active kind of waiting that really calls us to faithfulness mm -hmm. that we're going to, in our waiting, we're going to stay true. The, the example in verse seven of James five uh, talks about a farmer who waits, right? That when a farmer sows his field, uh, well, I don't know, I've never met a lazy farmer, right? There's always something to do. There's always watering to be had. Um, and, and so I think this really is a call in first is that it's an active kind of waiting, that as we wait on the Lord's plans to come to be, uh, we're constantly watering. We're constantly uh, doing uh, doing the things that he has called us to do. So I think that's part of it. And then I think it's um, it's also, if you keep reading it there in James 
five that uh, in our waiting, as we are being faithful, we don't get distracted, mm-hmm. right? We stay true. And, uh, you know, in James five, nine, it says, don't grumble against one another uh, or you will be judged. Judge is standing at the door. Well, why? Because as we wait on the Lord, if we get distracted from that, then all of a sudden we lose, uh, we can lose heart. I'll put it like this. If my kid is trying to put on his shoes and we're waiting on him to get out the, out of the door and he gets distracted by playing Legos, what happens, right? Everybody gets thrown off. Yeah. And so if we're sitting there, we're called to wait on God's plans to come to be. Hmm. And then we get distracted from that and we fail to stay faithful. Um, I think that can, that can end up sort of thwarting what it, it ends up meaning to, to wait on the Lord. Yeah, I heard John Piper talk years ago about some advice that his dad gave to him when he was a young man. Now he's retired pastor, but when he was back in seminary and he had a middle school, Sunday school class, middle school boys that he taught. And his advice that his dad gave him is, Johnny, keep your room clean and let God open the door. And I feel like that's just such good advice, <laughs> whatever age, whatever ministry God has put in front of us, whatever stage of life we're in, to be faithful, like you said. Yeah, no, that's a great analogy. Um, and, and I think that that's part of the whole active waiting, waiting on the Lord in such a way. And if you notice in the verse, it says, I wait and put my hope in his word. That really the foundation of our waiting, what is active waiting? That we're going to look to God's word to show us who he is, that we're going to look to God's word to, He's it, the object of our hope is the Lord uh, in our waiting. And so the, all of those things remain true. Yeah, he doesn't promise to give us everything we want, but he does promise to keep his word. That's right. And I mean, we, you know, this is, I mentioned at the very beginning, this has been a lifeline verse for me here recently. And I say recently, like the past couple of years, you think about like our political situation to COVID stuff, to everything from, you know, just uncertain futures, all the stuff that's going on. And if we're not careful and we fail to remember that the Lord has everything in his hands, we can become discouraged. We can become disheartened. Uh, we can, you know, lose sight. We can get distracted like we were talking about. But what it really means to wait on the Lord is to constantly remember who our God is and that as he holds all things in his hands, our call is to be faithful in and out of every single situation, right? Mm-hmm. Our call is to just sort of chip away at being obedient and worshiping him in the little things. So as great as God is and as good as he is and how he's told us all this in his word, why is it hard to wait? Well, why is it hard to wait? From a personal sense, I'm impatient. Uh, I am naturally want to make things happen. I, you know, constantly want to get up and go and, and do those things and force things to be, we end up not getting the results that we need or that we want. Um, even though they may seem convenient for us, or, uh, it might, uh, might be a way we can solve our own problems. But in that sense, we end up becoming God in a, in a certain way. And we see that that's constantly a dangerous position to put ourselves in, uh, as we continue to fail. Yeah, to act like that responsibility is ours, that we're making the calls, not only is it not right, but it's impossible and uh, it's going to put lots of stress in our lives. So if you were to take this verse and like turn it upside down where it said the opposite, maybe sometimes the way we would want to write it (laughs) on our not best days, what might that sound like? Yeah, I yeah, it's almost like I will hurry the Lord, right? I will make him submit to my plans or something like that. Um, right. And, and and I think in doing that, we put our hope in our word and what we want want to be true. And and that's really dangerous, 
because again, as we as we mentioned, that puts us in a position of being God. And that's how it is, right? We want things to happen. We want what we want when we want it, because that's what we want, right? That's that's sort of how we live our life. And if we constantly are doing that, constantly forcing the Lord's hand in our life without truly waiting and being faithful and active in those moments, um, we end up doing ourselves a disservice. And further, we don't glorify the Lord. We don't honor the Lord. We don't worship the Lord in rushing him. God's always going to make good on his plans. We know that just reading through scripture. I mean, you look at the classic example of Saul in the Old Testament, remember in, in first uh, in first Samuel, yep. when all of a sudden he rushes that whole scene. Right? I always say Saul had three strikes and this is like his third strike. Right. And he's supposed to wait, wait for Samuel. And what happens? He ends up rushing. He makes the sacrifice himself. And Samuel comes in and he's like, hey, man, what 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 you do? Like, why? Why did you do this? He said, well, you didn't show up. It seems like you've missed it. And then Saul tries to, I love this because then Saul tries to offer a sacrifice after the fact. He's like, okay, well, I'll just make up for it. And Samuel's like, no, 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 you, you missed the boat on that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a reminder for us that anytime we try and rush God's plan in our life, we can end up sort of diverting uh, those situations and circumstances where the Lord really wants to work in our life. Well, Bo, it has been great to have you on the podcast again. Thank you for your time, and thank you for a really pointed reminder from Psalm 130, verse 5. Would you just close our time by lifting this verse up in prayer for all of us? Sure. Lord, you are good and gracious and kind, God, and we do come before you knowing that we don't know everything, uh, that uh, in the midst of a world that is constantly kind of throwing a lot of things at us, Lord, we wait on you. We put our hope in you. We patiently but actively wait on you, and we put our hope in your word that you are who you say you are, and you will do what you say you will do. We thank you for everything you have given us, God, and in our patience, God, continue to remind us who you are. It's in your son Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.